Pink Summit, and the Now Honors. Has moved to the downtown Las Vegas area and the famous Fremont District, bringing the most brilliant and talented women in the world. to one stage in one place, where their power will be captured for the world to see. And it is hosted by the one and only, Teresa Tigo Goss. We present to you, Now Honors 2023. Welcome to the show, you guys. It is so yes. awesome to be here with you. And you're looking fabulous. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you for having us. Oh, you know, I love you guys. You oh. guys are just killing it out there. And, and you're making all these amazing films, but you're doing something different. You're not blowing people up. You're not throwing chairs across the room. And you're not killing people. You guys are actually doing motivation, inspiration, thought leader. Well, you know, I, 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 sometimes I don't think about it as motivation. Mm -hmm. I think of it as transforming people's minds into something better, Ooh. raising the consciousness of people's minds. And how? How does filmmaking do that? You know, first of all, you got to watch the movie. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Plug. That's what she said. That's what she said. Okay, so now that you said that, tell them where. Uh, we're on Amazon Prime, so most of our movies are on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. um, we did our our big movie, which I consider big, which was the, the sequel to be The Secret, right? Mm -hmm. It's called Beyond the Secret, The Awakening. Okay. And it really was about The Awakening, yeah. right? And not knowing that COVID was going to happen, right? <laughs> COVID, what's that? Right? I heard about it. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we did the premiere of this movie in January of 2020. And then three months Right before ago, it hit. Right before it hit, mm. right? And it was really interesting because I had told Don, I said, you know, I'm so excited about this movie. It's all about the awakening. People are going to get awake. You know, you get so excited because it's like a baby being born, right? And I told him, it's going to be about the awakening. People are going to wake up. And then everything got shut down. And it oh, it woke him up. It woke him up, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, it woke him up. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it was really interesting for me anyway. I thought, oh, my God, it's going to put people back to sleep. People aren't going to get it, right? But they actually did. But they actually did because I think it allowed people to really go into a quiet place for themselves. Right? Yeah, and listen. And listen. Because the noise stopped outside. Yeah. Right. So you were forced to kind of listen to what's going on in your world, in your mind, and where you're missing stuff. You know, because yeah. it wasn't, well, I'll get to it tomorrow. We were always worried that there might not be a tomorrow. So right. it's like we started right. doing stuff now, and that's, right. that's amazing. So you guys have done... 17 films? 17 films. We have three in production right now. Um, so, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So, you have three in production right now, 17 films. How long in, in this time span? When did you start doing films? We started doing, or we launched our first film in 2007. Mm -hmm. It's 2023. Right. You've so, done 17 films since 2007? Yes. I got to talk to Alan. We're way behind. <laughs> What's going on here? Okay, so you've done 17 films. You got three in production. Right. Mm -hmm. What is your process of deciding your topic of your next project? 
How do you oh, decide gosh. that? Yeah, you know that's that, a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Really, we we we're inspired and kind of directed from a higher power, whatever you want to put, you know, onto that. But our films are really designed because we felt intuitively this is the time to do this setting, to do this film. So like when we, in 2019, when we got the idea about doing Beyond the, uh, the Secret, The Awakening, I wanted to find out, it's been 17 years since the original Secret with Rhonda Burns came out, what are the thought leaders doing today? What, what, how, how are people being affected from that movie? Because it had a huge impact yeah, around the did. world, right? Mm -hmm. And so that was the inspiration we started with. And you know, as a producer yourself, that when you start a project, it never ends up the same project that you started with. Of course it does. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So, that, you know, that's really where we get inspired and say, this is the time to do this film. Yeah, we had the books going, right? Yeah, we had the books. And, and Rhonda brought out her movie, The Secret. And as we said, hey, let's, let's, let's do our film. But Just, it was funny because we were at lunch and he wrote it down on a napkin. Like, Isn't that where all dreams? I was, I was going to say right? dreams are fulfilled from napkins. Right? It, yeah, I've had so many right? clients write things on a napkin and say, "Make this real for me." Yeah, right. And it's like it's a napkin; it's already real. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's done. Real. <laughs> it's written. It's it's there, right? Well, you know, someone asked me one time, Don, yeah. what's the first step I need to take mm -hmm. if I want to launch my own film? Mm -hmm. I said, the first thing you have to do is make an appointment with your doctor and have your head examined. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the intricacies of yeah. it is, the, is very involved and intense, yeah, right? Yeah, so people definitely. look at these films and they, oh, I can do that. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize the work and the drama. Like, mm -hmm. you're right. Our films are about inspiration. You know, we don't throw chairs on camera. The chairs are thrown, <laughs> you know, <laughs> during production and editing. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So that, 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 you don't throw it on camera. That's hilarious. I love, yeah. I love it. Especially, you know, independent filmmaking. You make the film, you put it into festivals or something, you hope it gets picked up, you pitch it somewhere, and if it doesn't, you go on to the next film. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being in your library. You know, yeah. you know maybe somebody will say, hey, what did you ever do with that? We'd love to air it. That's what the prayer yes. is, right? Yes. We'd love to air it. Yeah. But for you, that's not the case. I mean, you do all that stuff too, I'm sure, and you just want another award. <laughs> so, you know, you just want another award. But for you, you're also taking your films and you're inspiring people. I mean, you've got this goal of five million people. What is that? What are you, what are you talking about, five million people? That's like a whole planet or something. Right. What are you doing? But what you know, it's, it's it, like I, I told you, you know, it's really about changing the consciousness of people. Okay. We want to raise the consciousness of people to, to really get it that they can have more, be more, do more. And, and do whatever they want to do. You know, don't put yourself in a little box. you got to step out of that box sometimes, you know? Yeah, and you know, when you look about reaching and changing the lives of 5 million people, mm -hmm. you start looking at platforms, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times people will say, hey, Donna Melinda, you guys done 17 films. You guys are in the film industry, right? And I said, well, not really. What we are is in the audience building awareness mm -hmm. build business, and we use films and books to create that audience. Right? I love this guy. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's good, huh? I, I got to go He's change good. my business cards. I'm not in television. This is what I do. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll, re I'll redo my brand after the interview. <laughs> so, so when we start looking at those kind of numbers, you have to start now balancing it with what vehicle are you going to use to do that? Because you have to have uh, a vehicle with the dream. Lots of people have dreams, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They just don't have a vehicle. 
Yeah. Right. So, exactly. you know, if you or they're afraid to get in the vehicle, or they're afraid, they yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. You know, they're afraid of drivers more dangerously sit in the passenger seat. Right. 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 right, right. So you have to have the proper vehicle. So when we created that vision to say we're going to reach five million people, right, and really that, that's just a micro goal of ours. We really want to put a couple of zeros behind that. Ooh, we okay. really do. Yeah. So how does all this connect with Napoleon Hill? Mm. That's a great, That's a great crazy. Question. So Napoleon Hill, of course, you know, the, the foundation is an extraordinary um, foundation with that they're doing a lot of things with Napoleon Hill's work. Mm -hmm. One of the things is it's very difficult to penetrate their uh, wall of associations and collaborations. And so that had been something that I, we wanted to do for a long time. We mm -hmm. just had never been able to successfully do it after wow. many different attempts. Mm -hmm. So then, this is really a funny part, an interesting part. Uh, Don Green had come out with a new book, and I had contacted him and I said, hey Don, I said, I saw your, your book and I love it, right? I said, what I'd like to do is I w would like to promote it to my group. And then about two weeks later, I get a email and he says, there's a guy by the name of David Ibarra, you need to meet him. Here's his number, his email. That was it. Like, this is a strange email, right? <laughs> so I didn't know who he was, so I sent him an email. I said, hey, David, I said, my name is Don Boyer. Meet your friends at Don Green. He gave me your number, so we should meet. He wrote me back and he said, hey, any friend of Don Green's is a friend of mine, so let's talk. So we got right. on talking. So we get on the Zoom call and we start collaborating. He started telling me that he is one of the largest licensees of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. Wow, wow that's great. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, why don't we meet in person? Zoom is good. But if you are going to look at collaboration eye to eye, this energy is the best, right? Mm -hmm. So we jumped on the plane, we go meet him. And he tells me, he says, you know, I've always wanted to do a film with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And I said, me too. I said, let me ask you something, David. I said, do you think that you could get our foot in the door to get them to agree to let us to do a film? He said, well, I'm the largest licensee holders of them. I think that we can. So he started talking to Don Green. We put up a plan of action. We told them what, the, what we were looking for the movie to be about. And they approved, but they didn't approve just that one film. They gave us a contract for 10 films. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right? So you've done those 10, and that was no, part of the No, we've done one. We have nine that we still have to complete. So we have a contract sitting right now in our office with nine more. We did the first one, and now we have nine that we have to put into production. And so that's how that worked out. And it's been a really, really yeah. good experience with them yeah, um, sure. because amazing. we were able to match our, yeah, we were able to match our energies. And really it was the dream of Napoleon Hill, right? To continue his legacy mm -hmm. um, of the power of thought and the 17 principles that he taught and, you know, the think and grow wow. rich. So it was really a dream come true. By now, you guys have already been knighted and deigned or lady. You know, how does this, this feeling, because you're about to go through this and become royalty for real, not just, you know, Hollywood magic, but this is real magic. Royalty, <laughs> how are you feeling about being knighted? Uh, I'll let you go first, love. You know, I, we were talking about this the other night, and I, it's kind of like surreal, you know? Mm. You do all this work, and we've been doing it for 20 years now, right? Um, and just touching lives of people, we, you know, is really what what we really wanted to do, and what is happening, right? Mm -hmm. But most people will say, "Well, you guys, you know, you, you just never gave up." No, you don't give up. You know, wow. when when your vision is there, you just don't give up. 
Lots of opportunities, lots. but we just didn't yeah. take them. Yeah. There you go. Lots of opportunities. Yeah. And lots it's easy of time. to have questions yeah. keep going and a lot of times. And so. sometimes you have to step away mm -hmm. to see the vision still, right? Mm -hmm. So getting nominated for, for the nighting was just like, okay, well, first of all, what does that mean? You know, I'm so humbled. I'm just so humbled by it. You know, just having someone recognize the work that we've done, you know, it's just, we, we just, we're like, have we really done all that? Yeah. Yeah. You're you know, just you, getting started. I mean, you got nine more films to do right. already. So right. You're yeah. just getting started. Right. And how are you feeling about it, Well, sir? you know, it, it's, it's an area that was totally off of our radar screen. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, and what happens is you get so involved in your career, your work, and, and wanting to help people mm -hmm. that you lose sight many times of everything else that's out there. Mm -hmm. So we were invited by um, Dr. Sir James Dentley to mm -hmm. attend um, some people that we knew that were being knighted. And I had no idea what that was involved in. But when I saw that, I said, wow, this is, this real. is, this is real. Yeah. Th this is yeah. really real. Because the first one I saw was the first one you saw. Yeah. Right, right. right. And it, was, it wakes you up. That it, yeah. It's, yeah, you talk about an awakening. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Sure. But it still, at that point, never even came onto our radar screen that we would be nominated to be knighted. Mm -hmm. um, and then when uh, Sir James called, was and said, you guys are going to be nominated based on your work that you've done. We were so, um, yeah. like she said, humbled. We were just like so awed mm -hmm. by that. You know, it was like, wow, I, I would have never thought. But very thankful. Very, yeah. very thankful. So it we're excited. It still brings tears to my eyes because I just, so it's just yeah. a humbling experience. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right, so before I let you get out of here, i got to talk to each one of you and just get a little... <laughs> Get a little inside about her. So everybody just sit right there. Everybody, welcome back. Yeah, we just got done talking with Donna Melinda and we decided to you know, get down out of here for a minute and just have a little fun talking just to ladies about filmmaking and everything that's going on with lady, soon to be Melinda Boyer. What's happening, my friend? Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm so excited to have you here. You know, there's not a lot of filmmakers out there. Mm -hmm. There's definitely not a lot of filmmakers doing what you are doing with your wonderful husband, Don but you have a passion in your heart for women, women entrepreneurs, women in the business, women on stages. Why? Well, you know, I, I gotta say, you know, at one point in my life, I didn't even care for women, right? Okay. But it was, it was a process that I had to go through for myself because if, if you're not loving yourself, you can't love others. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I had to go down deep and find out what was the root, real root that was causing that for me. Mm -hmm. Right. And sometimes I think as a woman, you become so stubborn. I mean, my mom was a stubborn woman. Yeah, mine too. You know, and, and I think it was the era. It must have been, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So at one point, I realized that I don't want to be like my mom. Mm -hmm. And I want to be somebody who cares because I, I have a loving, caring heart for people. And if I could give the, anything off my back to them, I would. But you know, it's, it's, it's just, I think as a woman, you know, one of the things that I realized about my mom was that she lived her purpose through me, mm. you know, in that era, right? Mm -hmm. um, when she was, when she passed, I, I, I realized, I said, you know, mom, she goes, I, I love you and you're doing everything that you love to do. Just go save the world. And I'm mm. like, save the world? What do you mean, go save the world? She goes, because you didn't do, you're doing everything that I wanted to do. And then that's when I realized, oh my God, my mom lived her passion through, you. through me, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it made me kind of go into writing a woman's book with the entrepreneur and the, uh, women with purpose and really help women to understand we have so many tasks that we have to do, right? We take care of the husbands, the grandchildren, the, the children, the mothers, the mother-in-laws, the dads, the, you know, I mean, we want to take community. care of everybody, right? Yeah, we want to yeah, take yeah. care of everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who's taking care of us? Us. <laughs> but that always comes last, always, yeah, right? Yeah, we always leave ourselves you know, last. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm Latina, so, you know, you serve everybody and then you serve yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> And if there's nothing left over, you eat whatever's at the end of the pan, right? Right, right. right. But I want to help women understand, take care of you first. As a woman or as a young girl, right? You take care of everybody else but yourself. But no. You know, I had an aunt tell me, oh my God, Melinda, you're so selfish. And I was like, no, I'm not selfish. I'm taking care of myself. How can I not be good for myself and still take care of everybody. Wow, so the new film that you're working on, that, that we're gonna have hopefully next year in 2024, this new woman's film, you've been thinking about it, planning it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. Is that why you're doing it? So you yes. can teach them and share how they're taking care of themselves? Yeah. Is and, that what it's about? And you know, and we talked about this, yeah. you know, we had a long talk about this. And you know, am I gonna go in the direction and, and really go for the women who are at the top and how they got there? Mm. Or am I gonna go into a beyond and looking at reflections of women? Because when we look in the mirror, are we really looking at who we truly are? Mm. Or are we looking at somebody who is completely different? Yeah, it's a facade. Or looking at somebody who we wanna be, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. there's that, that double edge, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I really want to help women find who they are. You know, be your power. Be who, be who you are dreaming you can be because you can. You can go out there and, and be who you are. But we, sometimes we have to stop listening to everybody else who everybody else expects us to be or do or have or, you know, and, and get out there and just be who you truly are. You know, be true to yourself. So let me ask you, because you have been knighted by the time this airs, you've been knighted. You are now Lady Melinda Boya, right? You know, but before all of that, you, you carry a lot of power. Whether you know it or not, you carry a lot of power. When I say, oh, you're going to be on the show, or I saw you at so-and-so-and-so, the people in our world go, oh, I love them, they're amazing, I love her. 
you guys have this um, identity together, you and Don, but you have your own separate identity. Do you know you have that power? And are you comfortable in it? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I think I've, I've always carried a certain aura, right? Mm -hmm. It's humbling for me because I don't see myself as this big, powerful woman. But I do see when Dawn and I walk in someplace, or if I walk in, everybody just kind of stops. There's like a <sighs> mm -hmm. So I know that there's that power there, but I, I just try to be true to myself and who I am and that loving, caring person. But you're so approachable, and you're so one of us every time. You know, I've never seen you kind of do the I'll talk to you later kind of a thing. And I want to tell you how much I appreciate you. Oh. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me. You are absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Okay, you guys don't go anywhere because we're going to switch chairs up a little bit because Don's in the house and we want to get the guy's perspective, I think. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the set. You're amazing. Thank you so much. I cannot explain and even sure how excited I am to be with you. <laughs> you know, I had the privilege of meeting you last year, right around the time the nighting was happening then. And I came up to you because you were just dapper. You, you, when you guys clean up, woo, <laughs> I said, look at him. He is clean as I don't know what. This year, you're actually being nice. What does that feel like? You know, what an honor that is. It's almost indescribable to articulate uh, and give it proper honor, but it is the most moving, humbling experience I think a human could experience to acknowledge that getting knighted for the work that you've dedicated your life to, to help people. And it's, 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 a, it's a very spiritual experience. People will always ask me, hey Don, how did you really create some of the things that you created in your life? Mm -hmm. And I go back, it started when I was 17 years old when I left home. Mm -hmm. uh, by the age of 19, I had an 11th grade education and the only job, I couldn't find any corporate jobs with the 11th grade education at 19 years old. They just weren't hiring a lot of CEOs with that <laughs> kind of qualification. So the only job that I could do is clean floors. One day when I went to go clean his office, he was there. And before I even knew what I was doing, I said, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. And he looked at me and he said, sure, what's your question? I said, how did you become so successful? And so he began to tell me about how he did it. And he offered me, he says, you know, Don, if you come to my office once a week for one hour, wow. I will mentor you and show you how to radically change your life. You can have excuses or you can make money. What would you like to do? Wow. Well, I had enough sense to know that I'll choose a money, right? And that's really how it started. So when you ask, when people ask me, hey, what is the key component to success? Yeah. Go back and find a mentor because they will take you under your wing and help you. If you are teachable and they will help, they won't do it for you, but they will help you create anything that you want in your life. So that's what the book is all about. That's amazing. And of course, you know, mentorship is important to me. 
You know, I think it should be important to everybody. Right. And it's not necessary that you have to find that millionaire mentor. No. You just need to get somebody who's an expert in the, the trail that you're on, I feel, right. in my opinion, because it'll make it a little bit easier. So you feel the same way. The mentorship is extremely important, right? Right. And the great thing about this is that they don't even have to be live. They have books. They've got videos. They've got courses, right? Mm -hmm. So even if you never met them, even if you don't know them, even if they passed on, their legacy of their work is still uh, in, in print today. Mm. You can be mentored by their book mm. because here's the interesting about, thing about it. Their energy is still in their work. Yes. And a great example of that is a good friend of yours that has passed on recently. It's been a little over a year. Bob Proctor. Right. You know, his work is out there. If you guys don't know who Bob Proctor is, one, shame on you. Two, go look it up. Okay, so how did you get connected with Bob Proctor? Because I've heard you speak a couple of times now, and every time you mention him. So I know he's a major importance to you. Yeah, Bob Proctor um, was an extraordinary human being. Um, you know, not, not only from his knowledge, but as a person himself. And that was when me and Melinda decided at the end of 2006, the beginning of 2007, let's do a film. And she said, well, what about? I said, I don't know, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> right? I love it. I we'll, love it. We'll figure, we'll figure it, out. it out. So once we wrote it down on a napkin, I said, you know, I want some of the key players from The Secret. Bob, uh, in order for him to get to your event, if he even wanted to go, it was 100 grand, and he was two years booked in advance. Ooh. Right? Everyone told me, Don, it's, it'd be impossible to get Bob Proctor into your film. And I asked, uh, I talked to Gina Hayden, which was his executive um, uh, person that worked with him. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm doing this film and I'd like Bob to be in it. Mm -hmm. She says, well, let me talk to Bob about that. I'll get back to you, mm -hmm. right? And about a day later, she called me. She said, I talked to Bob and he said, he'll do it, right? And I said, wow, this is amazing. And I, she says, where does he need to film at? I said, anywhere he wants. When he walked into the building, you could feel his presence. You can mm. feel his aurora. And when we were getting all set up with the mics and everything, he says, you know why I'm here, right? And I said, well, yeah, I think Gina Hayden asked you. He said, no. He said, I was across the world doing a seminar when Gina called me and just said this simple words. You're doing a film for Don Boyer, and you need to fly over to where he's at in Arizona. He said, it was the energy and the frequency and the vibration that made me say yes. Oh my goodness. That's really the secret behind things is if you get your energy and your frequency right, right, miracles will happen, doors will open up, and assuming the impossible becomes possible now. You and Melinda have an amazing mastermind. It's based off of Andrew Carnegie. Mm -hmm. And you know, Andrew Carnegie really taught Napoleon Hill about the mastermind group. At that time, was the wealthiest man in the world, Andrew Carnegie, mm -hmm. and his mastermind formula. Let's create that. Let's get great minds together because great mind is an awakened mind. Right. Right. And we are byproducts of the people that we surround ourselves. Let's invite professionals in every field to gather together to collaborate. Let's get out of the world of competition where we work together now so we can accumulate more and do more and help more people. And that's really what it's all about. So you can go to CarnegiePrinciple.com and we would love for you to be part of our mastermind group so that we can help you together collaboratively reach all of your dreams. I want to thank you both so much for being on the show today. I know you guys have quickly become family to me. I can't wait to work with you and hang out with you. It seems like every time we go somewhere, we see each other. <laughs>
Right. We're swimming in the same pond. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're over by that lily pond. I'll be over here. But I want to thank you so much for hanging out and all that you do for not only filmmakers, but for business and entrepreneurs and just showing people there's a light. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having us. We appreciate that so much. Awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know I want you to come back next time. And as always, I'm Tigo. I'll talk to you next time. Go check out the films. Don't just sit there. Go, go, go.